All right, guys, so two quick things before I actually get to the unbothered for this week. I lied at one point. I said I wasn't going to edit anything, but I did go ahead and edit because I realized there were a few last names in there. Also, there's the names of a couple of kids in there, and so I went ahead and beeped out those names. It's minimal, so I didn't do a lot of editing, so you guys know that you're getting the actual story. And then I took out last names from other people well one other person at like two or three points and so that might sound a little weird in the editing but overall i think this gives you a good idea of where i'm at and at different points i get angry but if you've been following unbothered for a while you know how this works so this is what it is and i will do the patreon i just didn't do it yet because i had to do other stuff and i had to sell all those cds which um, since they got me banned off Facebook for an argument that they started, which gets on my nerves, and I'll get to that in the entire video. But since I had to deal with the fact that I was blocked, I had to work extra hard because they were not going to stop me from selling these things that I had to sell. I had to make this money, and I did it. I did it all with the handicap of not being able to use my actual Facebook page. So I'm proud of myself for that, and... I'm proud of this episode of Unbothered, even though I know it's kind of a lot and I get angry at different points, but I think it's what my botherinas expect. The sound will be better than it is right now, because this is just me using my phone. I'm not using the microphone, obviously, because I didn't even want to record this part. I just felt like I had to, because I realized there's the point in the video where I say, I'm not going to edit it, but, you know, I had to edit out just the couple small things. I promise it's nothing big. It's And you might not even notice, but I figured I owed you guys an explanation. So let's get unbothered. You know, the problem with playing stupid is dumb people think they're your equals. Take your alligator. Everything bothers him. He's unbothered. He calls it unbothered, but that's what's cute because everything bothers him. He's bothered. I'm a botherina. What's up, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Unbothered by Tyra Vera. That's right, it's Unbothered by Tyra Vera. In case anybody's wondering, Bijou is currently enjoying a Whimsy's Alligator. Whimsy's Alligators, never to be sponsor of Unbothered by Tyra Vera, but we give them a shout out anyway. The link is below. Just so you guys know, I do get a bit of candy money from your guys' buying some Whimsy's Alligators, or if you decide to buy anything else on Amazon after clicking my link. So click my link. I don't know why you guys hate on me making money over here, but it's not working because it's still happening. But this fucking phone is getting on my nerves right now. Um, I've really blown up lately as far as people wanting to hit me up and retweeting my shit. And it's, you know, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I, right now the reason I decided to go old school. Let's let's get my thoughts together here. I'll stay on one track. The reason I decided to go old school here and do unbothered with just the audio is because with the ring light and then having to sync up the sound and all that stuff, sometimes it just takes too long to do a YouTube video. And Unbothered started as just being audio. So I am gonna post it on YouTube, but it's just gonna be the audio with a still photo. And I am annoyed right now because somebody is trying to go full victim on me. And I hate when people do that when they're the ones that started it. I also hate when people pretend that I bully them when really they're the ones that started off trying to bully other people. And then I'm just better at that. And that's 
what it comes down to in a lot of these cases. People will try to act like I'm a bully, but really I'm not. Technically, I'm standing up for the little guy in most of these situations because I personally, nobody is going to come after me the way that they do these other people. And sometimes they'll try, but then they just find out how weak they are. And I don't mind saying any of this. I don't care about any of this because right now I'm going to really let you guys see behind the curtain because if you don't remember the way Unbothered started, if you're not a botherina from the beginning, which I don't blame you if you're not, I'm glad to have you jump on whenever you jump on. But if you're not a botherina from the beginning, what happened was the reason I started this podcast was because people used to talk a lot of shit about me. They used to say a lot of things that were untrue. So I started a podcast because I knew that people wanted to hear my side of it because people always want to assume the worst of me. But then when they hear me actually speak it, they're like, oh, okay, that makes more sense or that doesn't sound as bad as when I just read it. I've said it a million times. People have shitty delivery and then they try to hold me responsible for it. If you look at my words, my words are usually pretty genius. Even especially when I type them out. When I talk sometimes, it gets a little jumbled. When I write them out, that's why I'm a good comic because I come up with these ideas and they're fucking great. And nobody, that's the one thing you'll notice. Even when people get mad at me or they try to talk shit, they can't say I'm not talented because it will ruin their credibility. The fact of the matter is I am very good at what I do. And the way that I do it is I usually start off with an idea. And then if I have trouble with the words or I feel like it's too wordy or if I'm using the F word too much, which is something I tend to do when I'm working on new material, I'll go ahead and cut all that stuff out through the process of writing. And then voila, there I am. I um, admit that sometimes my words can come off harsh, but as I've said, it's just because of shitty delivery. Other people have shitty delivery. And when you want to sound like a victim and feel like a victim because you know that technically you fucked up, then of course you're going to be able to make it seem like, oh, Ty Rivera just bullied me. And the person that I'm talking about right now, her name's Crystal, and I have referenced her before. Well, it's her and Bobby. That's what people don't understand because people are like, you know, you were bullying Crystal. And when I say people, I mean one person because really that's all that has addressed me. Outside of that, it hasn't been people addressing me. I heard there was a whole thread. I also got screenshots of that thread. You know, a friend of mine sent me screenshots, which I looked at the thread. and I'm like, one, none of these people are comics or know anything about me, except for there was one Matt Micheletti who is from Phoenix. And I hit Matt Micheletti up and told him if I had anything to say about you, I wouldn't say it on a thread. I'd say it directly to you. And that's exactly what I told Matt Micheletti. I repeated that. After I said it the first time, because Matt was like, everywhere he goes, drama follows him. Shut up, Matt. I mean, like, technically, you're always nice to my face. You booked me on your shows before. I kill at your shows. Even that shitty little open mic you did in downtown Phoenix. I fucking killed it when everybody else was eating shit, including Amy Blackwell. Everybody ate shit that night. It was a dead fucking room, which nothing against your room being dead. That's what happens sometimes. So I'm not complaining about that. But we all know I fucking killed it in that room. So... I don't know why you even chimed in and was like, everywhere he goes, drama follows him. That's because I don't put up with people's shit, Matt. If you ever wondered why, it's because I'm not like you. When people hit me up and they're like, I heard you said this, I'm like, yeah, I fucking said it. And this is why I said it. I'm not like you where I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't do my homework. I should have went ahead and asked you your side first. I apologize, my bad. And I let it go and I will let it go. I don't have a problem with you, Matt Micheletti. I just don't respect the way you do things. I don't respect the fact that you're friendly to my face and then behind my back you have other things to say when you think that I'm not going to see it because it's on 
which is also a cowardly way to do it. Like this person, Crystal, she put up a post about me knowing that we're not friends on Facebook anymore, knowing that I'm blocked on Facebook, like, you know, or banned on Facebook right now because she's the one that reported me after she's the one that started it, which we'll get to that. But she's the one that got me banned from Facebook for right now because I handed her ass to her was what was happening. And I was painting her and her boyfriend as what they are, which is liars, first off. And secondly, they displayed predatory behavior at a certain point, and they try to act like they're the moral compass for the Las Vegas comedy scene, which is not something I do. I am never the moral compass. I will tell you outright that I can be downright toxic when people piss me off. I don't know why they kept trying to say that like it was some kind of charge that anybody didn't know already. They're like, you're toxic. You're toxic. I'm not toxic all the time. I can be very toxic if you get on my fucking nerves, which is what Bobby and Crystal have done. And we're going to get to it, but uh, there's a lot of setting up to do here. So then Amy Blackwell chimed in, which if you guys don't know anything about Amy Blackwell, I took down a podcast episode that I did about Amy Blackwell, a full episode that I did about her when I went on the road with her. Uh, Well, she went on the road with me, but we went in her car. She ended up leaving me in Michigan. She said the N-word at a point, which I didn't laugh at that. And because I didn't laugh at that, then she acted like I had victimized her in some way, which, okay, this is where we get real dicey because Crystal and Bobby claim to be the moral compasses of the Las Vegas comedy scene. They're Black Lives Matter people. They marched. They're that type. They're LGBT. LGBT supporters. This is what Bobby and Crystal claim to be. But then I was very open about about the fact that that was the catalyst for me and Amy starting to not get along when we went on the road was she said the N-word. She thought she was using it in a joke way. So it was going to be OK. She's a fat white woman, which that's another thing people are mad at was me calling people fat. And when I say people, I mean one person that hit me up. But uh, and apparently a lot of people on a thread that I don't know and don't matter in life and never will matter even to themselves or they wouldn't have been reading that dry ass thread. But anyway, um, so Amy Blackwell had said the N-word, and that's why I started to not really feel her vibe on that trip. Now, she could have recovered from saying the N-word by just acting like a professional, but instead she melted down. And I took my post down or my podcast episode. I didn't take it down. What I did was I put it on private, and I'm going to go ahead and make it public again just so everybody can hear the full story in that nightmare because even I forget details. Like I said, I have a shitty memory. So... Really, I felt like at a point, this is how toxic I am, if you guys want to know how my toxicity works, is there was a point where I felt like some of these episodes of my podcast could end up affecting other people's careers negatively at a point when they might have grown past that. So I will take down these episodes or set them to private so nobody can hear them anymore. And then there's no proof and it can't hurt these people's careers when they might have grown past the behaviors that they displayed at the time that I decided to record the podcast. This isn't something anybody asked me to do. This isn't anything anybody talked to me about. This is something that I at a point decided on my own because people can grow. People can change. This is something I know firsthand because I myself have changed quite a bit, even over the last year, the last six months, the last couple of weeks. And you guys, if you're paying attention to my stuff on YouTube or here on Unbothered, the audio version, you know that I'm always talking about the fact that I'm always evolving, I'm always changing, and I'm always trying to be a better person. I will admit that I am a fucked up person, and I have been a fucked up person for a lot of, well, almost my entire life, except for 
probably, well, no, I probably really started to go off the rails when I was in about the seventh grade. Until that point, I had been very nice. I had been raised with a lot of respect, and a lot of people shit on me. And eventually, I got tired of that, and a lot of people had been bullying me. And that's why I don't like the way that certain people try to bully and try to act like they're bullies for a good cause is the way that people will try to paint it, which is what Bobby and Crystal have turned into. And that's where we're going to get to now. What happened is, if you know anything about me, I have been supporting brunchies. I've mentioned them several times. That's Bobby and Crystal's pop-up business that they had for a while is barbecue or smoked meats. And the fact of the matter is, the smoked meats themselves were actually pretty good. There was one thing in particular that I really loved, which they called Fowle Mignon. And that is chicken leg. <coughs> excuse me, Corona. That is chicken legs, and it's got bacon wrapped around them, and there's, you know, their own little blend, which I know I've seen. It's brown sugar and some other stuff. But it's, it's really, that is really good. Those sides, though, were booty. I'm just being for reals about it. I helped promote brunchies because I really liked Bobby and Crystal as people at the time. And I there was a point. It's like that jump the shark kind of theory. You know, there was a point where they were cool people and I felt like they were on a really good track. But then like most people that are kind of on a good track, there's a point where they start drinking their own Kool-Aid and they start thinking that they're maybe a little bit better than they are. And I saw that happening too. But I was like, we're friends. I'm just going to let that go. Besides, they put up with the fact that I'm a Trump supporter, which I don't think there's anything wrong with, but I know some people think there's something wrong with that. So I am always like, you know, if people are cool with me, I'm going to be cool with them. If they can overlook my quote-unquote flaws, I'll overlook their quote-unquote flaws. But I noticed that they really started to push their values on the Vegas comedy scene, which I have a problem with in the way that when we start talking about stand-up, it's different for me. Because yeah, you can have your morals and the way you feel about things, but a lot of stand-ups come from fucked up places. Richard Pryor once talked about shooting a car in front of his wife and domestic violence and all that kind of stuff. Like every comedian that you've ever seen that's been any good has been pretty fucked up. That's just the fact of it. And that's an undeniable fact. Every comedian is fucked up. Even the ones you think, oh, they're family friendly and whatever else. Trust me, I know some things about a lot of these people that would make you question their brand friendliness. It is what it is. I'm not here to tell anybody's business when it comes to that. The only time I even tell anybody's business is when they come for me and I feel like, okay, well now I just guess I have to talk about you, which I really didn't want to have to. Even after the situation happened and we had just gotten into it, I was still cool about that. When they reported me on Facebook, I thought that was a little bit of dirty pool because it's like we were both talking shit to each other and all I did was call you a loser and then you reported me after you saying that I was a narcissist several times, which the fact that you even say that says that you don't know anything about narcissism because I'm anything but a narcissist. Like, yeah, I love myself. If you want to call me self-absorbed, maybe you could do that. But even that wouldn't necessarily fit because it's not like I'm not mindful of others. It's not like I'm an unpleasant person to be around or I'm so full of myself that I can't think about anybody else. It really is just a matter of me loving myself more than anybody else around me because that's who I take care of. That's who I live with between me and Bijou. That's the two people that I worry about the most outside of that. I'm not really concerned about a lot in a deep way. It's it is here and there, you know what I mean? Like, my family, I love them, but 
there in Phoenix. So how much can I really be involved at a point? It's like, yeah, you got to focus on you. You got to focus what's on what's around you. So anyway, what happened was Bobby and Crystal had started to go down this road where they're kind of thinking they're a little better than they are. And really, they've done nothing. Bobby is an okay comedian. And when I say okay, I just mean okay. And I really do mean that. Like, nobody ever comments on his Facebook or his Twitter about, oh my God, I saw you the other night and you're absolutely amazing. It's just not the reality of it. Bobby is okay. He's an A to B. I wouldn't even qualify him as like a Honda of comedy. He's like, remember Hugo? Like, it'll get you there, but mm, whatever. So, and that's like 100% just the way I feel comedy-wise. When I first met Bobby, he was honky be cool. That's what his stage name was. And I don't know how he ever thought that was a great idea. But it's kind of fitting if you ever see his comedy because there's not really anything particularly great about it. It's not groundbreaking in any way. It's just a fat white guy, which again, I use the word fat, but it's just a good descriptor sometimes. Like, I don't know why people get so mad about being fat. If you don't like being called fat, then don't be fat. Like, sometimes people describe me as having had plastic surgery. The other day, somebody asked me if I had seen Botched, and I can't remember who it was with because I hang out with way more people than I should hang out with during COVID times, but it just is what it is when it comes to that. We're not going to have that argument, you guys. I deal with a lot of people. So anyway, a friend of mine the other day mentioned Botched, and he asked me in front of... I don't want to say who it was because I can't remember exactly and I don't want to pin it on somebody that it wasn't them and they're like, I'm not the one that said that. But somebody asked me if I had ever seen Botched and then I remember there was also a girl with us and she was like, of course he's seen Botched. He's had shit done. And like, I never felt more welcomed or more accepted in my life. (laughs) I really did just feel like, yeah, it's it's fucking true. I've had shit done. So are we all going to dance around and pretend that we don't see the elephant in the room or what the fuck? You know, and I didn't blame him because a lot of times I know I was a straight guy. A lot of times straight guys are kind of clueless and they don't even think about that kind of stuff. So it wasn't like I thought he was trying to pretend he didn't notice or whatever. I think he thought it was a legit question. Just, you know, in a lot of cases, I notice females to be more honest when it comes to that kind of stuff. And that's why I hang out with a lot of bitches, you know, is because uh, like a lot of times with women, I don't feel like we have to dance around a lot of stuff with just be honest about, you know, different things because there is a feminine side to me, obviously. And so I I don't know. Maybe it's because I have sisters that I just relate better in that way to women sometimes. So I'm great with guys. It's not like I don't relate to them, but just there's something about women that is kind of special in that way with the relationship that I can have with them. So anyway, um, that's what it is with Bobby's comedy. It's just okay. So he Crystal is part of the comedy group, you know, because they're like this all started in this Vegas comedy group that's on Facebook, which Facebook is a devil. And we all know that. But this Facebook com- comedy group uh, is the Las Vegas comedy discussions group or something like that. And I know the guys that run it and they're all cool. And I've been a part of that group forever just because I did Vegas comedy for a long time now or been, you know, even before I thought about living here, I was here a lot. And I used to date a guy here. And so I have a lot of rapport with the Vegas comedy community. So um, Crystal is part of this group. But it just, you know, she's just like, it's weird that she talks about people being toxic because she has turned so toxic. And this is where I'm going to turn it off and not be 
bitchy or anything. This is just me being 100% honest. She has become such a toxic person when it comes to that Facebook comedy group because for some reason she thinks that she's owed some kind of respect in the Vegas comedy community, which is a sign of narcissism. If you don't know anything about narcissism, we're going to every once in a while run into it because Crystal clearly does display the signs of narcissism. Now, if you think that people owe you some sort of respect when you've done absolutely nothing to deserve that respect, that's a narcissistic quality. It's just a matter of fact what it is. So when Crystal is pointing the finger, calling people narcissistic and toxic, she doesn't realize that those three fingers are pointing back at her really hard. She doesn't notice this. Completely clueless. Me, on the other hand, I'll tell you where I fuck up and I'll tell you where I don't. Like, that's the difference between me and the people that I talk about is I fully admit that I'm a fucked up person and I can be toxic. I also fully admit that I'm always working on myself. I'm always trying to get better. I'm always self-evaluating, -eval which isn't something a lot of the people that like to point fingers do because they're too busy pointing fingers at you to look at themselves and be like, oh, yeah, I might have been a little bit off in this. But anyway, Crystal has a lot of opinions on a comedy group to not be a comedian. Now, understand there are other wives and girlfriends on the comedy group and there are people that are not uh, even comedians and have never been comedians. But one of the rules to the comedy group is you're supposed to be a comedian, but apparently that rule doesn't really matter. And I've discussed that with the guys that run the group and they feel like they'd have to kick out too many people and it would cause too many hard feelings for it to really be a thing that they can do. And I can understand that too. But at the same time, I feel like if somebody's always making problems in the group and they're not a comedian, then maybe they personally just need to be reevaluated and be like, okay, maybe this person doesn't belong in the group just because they're always making problems when they're not a comedian, which is what Crystal is. Just a problem for no reason. She's a liability with no payoff. But she doesn't get that. She thinks that, you know, this is about her feelings, which is typical white bitch shit, just to be 100% honest. She does a lot of white bitch shit and doesn't realize it. That's why I don't, like, really fuck with her anymore in that way. Like, I don't, I'm not humoring her because she has proven herself to be 100% full of shit in a lot of ways including the fact that after all of this happened, she turned herself into the victim and instead of just accepting that she was a willing participant in a very toxic conversation that happened that really she nor Bobby nor even I had any business getting into. I'll tell you guys where I got into it and how it went down. I don't think I'm going to block out any names. I'm going to try not to use last names so I don't shit on anybody that doesn't need to be shit on because a lot of these people really don't deserve to be shit on in my opinion. A lot of these people really are just, well, there's a lot of people in this story that one, you're not going to know anyway, even if I did say first and last names and two, really didn't deserve to be dragged into anything in my opinion. Okay, so there's this lady named Michelle that this other lady, I think her name was Beatrice, ended up calling out. Now, this lady, Beatrice, I have never seen on the comedy group before, but she calls out this lady, Michelle, because she says that this lady, Michelle, broke her child's collarbone at one point. Michelle broke her own child's collarbone at one point, and that she had physically abused her partner, who I assume was male, but I don't 100% know, um, who was also disabled, 
that was what she had said and then she provided like a court document and a picture of the girl Michelle standing with Mike Tyson which to me is kind of funny keep in mind Beatrice her filter has her as a corn cob which I don't know why anybody took that corny bitch seriously anyway not no pun intended not trying to be silly but like it is corny you know the whole thing was corny it was like this this person doesn't deserve whatever whatever and whenever we get in the doesn't deserve it's like wait up is this person funny or not because comedy is about comedy that's what comedy is about it's not about what people are doing off stage yeah you can try to make it about that but that's not what it's about are you funny on stage or not that's what decides whether or not you deserve anything in stand-up comedy people can try to make it a morals competition like i said comics are usually fucked up so i don't really go with that thinking so if you want to do that you try to do that all day long but then the part where she seems jealous is at the end where she's like a lot of you will probably want to fuck her anyway so you'll let her and it's like okay is this about this abuse situation or is this about the fact that men might find her more attractive than they find you because otherwise i don't know why that even got brought into it that's what i'm not understanding that's happening on that first part of the thread and so I look at the documents because I'm nosy. So I look at the document. It's one document. Sorry, I said documents with an S. It's one document. I look at it and I'm like, okay, this says that she has satisfied all of her court requirements. This also says that the incident happened in 2017. It doesn't say anything about a minor. So that part you either found out from somebody else or you're just making up. I don't know how it happened, but it doesn't say that in the document. And we all know court documents like that don't usually say a lot as far as details go. They're usually just, and that's all it was. It was just like the different charges and the fact that she had satisfied her legal requirements. And so I was like reading it and I was like, okay, satisfied, satisfied, satisfied. Everything's been satisfied. So where's the problem? Number one. And number two, how is this my business anyway? So then somebody that I mentioned not too long ago that's always making trouble but really doesn't do a lot of stand-up named Didi or Diamira, she is chiming in as well uh, by the time I looked. Because by the time I looked, it already had several comments. But I'm already thinking like one this is nobody's business and the other thing is why are we trying to ruin people all the time when it comes to this kind of stuff why does what this person did three years ago matter to anybody on the comedy scene what purpose does this serve for the purposes of stand-up comedy which is what this group is supposed to be about is stand-up comedy i don't know exactly how any of this matters but then you've got people chiming in like they know something so then somebody chimes in that actually does know something this lady named liz and liz chimes in who's a cool girl i like her i don't know her really well but i see her at plenty of spots and i we follow each other on social media and i like that she seems to be open-minded and she seems to be pretty open to conversation and just like to me she seems like a cool person so she chimes in and is like, oh, I actually know this family. And they did have a rough spot for a minute there. And I'm paraphrasing. You know, I'm not going to read the, I'm not even going to pull it up. I don't even, I think it's been taken down. Anyway, so she's like, um, I actually know this family and they did have a bit of a rough spot there for a minute, but they're doing better now. And then there comes Bobby chiming in because, you know, him and Crystal are the morals police so bobby comes chiming in and starts saying that you know that what did his stupid ass say and I'm, i just say stupid because th these people mistake themselves for being smarter than they are and i don't know where they get these ideas not nobody has a degree in psychology or 
any child rearing, any of this. Yeah, Bobby and Crystal both have kids, but that means nothing. There's idiots raising kids everywhere. And I'm not saying that they they don't have good kids. I know their kids. Their kids are cool. I have nothing against their kids. Believe me, believe me I'm not trying to bring their kids into it that way. Um, but they just do have kids. So, yeah, you have kids and you're raising kids. But at the same time, that doesn't mean you know about anybody's family other than your own. So I don't even know why you're chiming in. But Bobby has to chime in and say something about the fact that sometimes abusers go back to abusing their families and um, then the families just don't talk about it anymore and whatever, whatever else. But it's like, how do you have any evidence of this? Like this person, Liz, is telling you that she knows this family personally. She knows them and they're doing much better. So who are you to say any different? And why is everybody trying to decide this woman's fate when nobody knows this family? I personally hadn't heard of this woman, Michelle, before that. I've spoken to her since. She says that she had seen me at Noreen's before, which is this open mic we used to perform at on Sunday nights. But I don't know her. And the, the lady Beatrice, I don't know her either. But Dee Dee was quick to chime in that that woman Beatrice has actually been on. She's actually been a part of this group for a long time longer than so and so shut up Didi. nobody cares about you go take your meds or whatever the fuck you have to do and i mean that sincerely Didi seems to have a lot of problems i don't know what's going on with her and i was nice about her the last time i i mentioned her i was nice about the fact that uh you know like to me it seems like she could be funny if she would actually put some effort in, into stand-up instead of paying attention to everybody else's business and that's something i stand by i think she could be funny if she would just mind her business for a little while and instead of writing on facebook write in a notebook write some jokes write jokes about child abuse write jokes about this chick michelle and don't use her name like do something productive with your time other than commenting on a comedy group when the last thing you do is comedy you're not a comedian you're just not i'm sorry so uh, maybe that seems mean but maybe you need to start doing comedy and then i won't be able to say this because if you were at the spots you could be like well actually i am doing comedy but you're not there's one open mic going on right now i'm usually at it it's at the dive bar and you aren't there so i don't know why you're on the comedy group making these problems other than the fact that you think you know something that you really didn't seem to know so Dee Dee is just insistent that this person needs to be stopped and Bobby is insistent that this person is still an abuser when he doesn't know anything about this family and doesn't know this family and then Bobby is like really pressing Liz and then he brings up Diaz Mackey which Diaz Mackey is a whole other situation which I don't even know how that's still Bobby's business at this point I, like I could go into the Diaz Mackey situation, but the fact is the thing that happened with Diaz Mackey happened in, I think it was 2016 or 2015, something like that. And so now it's 2020 and you're still talking about it, Bobby. Well, you weren't involved in the situation, so I don't know why it bothers you so much. And then Ryan brings up Ryan or then, excuse me, that was me slipping and getting ahead of myself. Then Bobby brings up Ryan, this comedian on the scene that to me was a cool enough guy, even though he has some problems, but comedians are fucked up. Ryan to me is a funny enough guy. He's still working on it. He's still figuring it out, but he is at the open mics regularly. He's at any spot he can get, get up at. That's been my experience with Ryan, which is a lot more than I can say even for Bobby because Bobby doesn't really go out, go out to open mics. He was opening for James Michael, who's a friend of mine, the redneck magician. And James Michael has his show at 6 p.m. at the Stratosphere. Strat now. Sorry about that. 
uh, which I think is every night of the week. And now they're doing, I think, 4 and 6, 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. shows. And so Bobby was opening for the Redneck Magician. But Bobby's one of these dummies that thinks that because he had, had a regular gig, that that meant that he didn't have to do open mics anymore, which makes it so that your comedy really suffers and you keep doing the same thing over and over, which Bobby does, which is, like I said, it's mediocre already. So if you're already doing mediocre shit and you're just doing it night after night after night, it's like, oof, now you're not only mediocre, you're also repetitive. So now you're a double whammy on your way to the a triple threat, if you ask me. Um, but anyway, so, which I can tell you what the third will be, and I'm sure we'll end up getting to it at some point, but keep in mind. <laughs> He's already, like, you know, fucking up on two counts because you're mediocre and you're repetitive. So anyway. Um, but Bobby's not out as much as Ryan is, and Ryan has the problem that apparently he wasn't the best with women for a while. Ryan is also a decent-looking guy, you know, uh, like, he's whatever, he's, he's a decent-looking guy, he's a skinny ginger and got an attractive look, you know, kind of like a skater boy type look or something like that, and he, he can get girls, you know, and Bobby, nothing against him, he's like I said, a bigger guy, and he's not necessarily what you would consider a heartthrob even for a bigger guy. And so I think Crystal is probably his only real relationship. I don't think Bobby has a lot of experience with girls, and that's not an insult, but he just doesn't really have, like, that look or that personality where, like, this guy has game. Like, you know, yeah, he's a bigger guy or whatever, but he definitely has game. He's not like that. It's just not that kind of situation. So when you have a person like Ryan that maybe has more opportunities with girls, when you have more opportunities with people, you're going to fuck up more because you don't see them as important, where Bobby gets one girl and has to treat her like gold because he knows he doesn't have a lot of options outside of that, you know, and that's just the way I see dating and the way I see relationships. More attractive people usually have more opportunities to fuck up. And so Ryan has had plenty of opportunities to fuck up. Apparently he has fucked up quite a bit. I know that with one particular situation with this one girl that has asked me to keep my, keep her name out of my motherfucking mouth, and she said it in a nice way because I talked to her the other day, and we had like a good conversation and I did say I would keep her name out of my mouth. So I'm not going to use her name. But this young lady is like early 20s, um, early to mid 20s. She's a really nice girl, uh, comes off as a bit naive. She may not be, but she does come off as a bit naive. But I like her now. I, I, I just paused on that because I'm trying to figure out how exactly to get to this part of the story. Anyway, what happened was Ryan was dating this particular young lady and they were together for a while. Apparently, at a point, their relationship turned toxic. Ryan wasn't the nicest to her. He said some things that really weren't very nice. But who hasn't been there if you've been in actual relationships? I've been on both sides of that. And I was never particularly verbally abusive or mentally abusive with anybody that I was with. But I'd be lying to you guys if I said that I never said anything that I didn't mean to anybody or I wasn't ever... Well, there was one situation where I really wasn't very nice at all towards the end of my relationship. So anyway, uh, Ryan was a real piece of shit. That's just what it was. He was a piece of shit with her at a particular point, And he pulled some really fucking dirty shit as far as mental and verbal abuse. And he admits to that to a certain degree. You know, I mean, like, well, when I say to a certain degree, there's only so much that I've talked to him about about it but he definitely does admit that he really did 
not handled at the best and that he's trying to grow from that and he's a different person. I even saw him say that on Facebook not too long ago and if he tries to deny it, I'll show a screenshot because he ended up deleting it. But uh, I got the screenshot first, Ryan. So just admit you fucked up at that point. I like you. Don't ruin it. So um, Ryan admits that he fucked up at that point. Well, apparently when he said, you know, when that whole situation went down, which was over a year ago now, when that whole situation went down, um, Bobby and Crystal, because they're like swinger types or polyamorous, or I don't know how they identify or whatever, but they fuck around with other people. They're always on Tinder. They're always posting about it. None of this is a secret. They refer to it as ho shit. Uh, and so, which they're, neither of them are good at, not to be mean, but they strike out. That's what it is. And so, um, that's where we get to this particular part of the story because here's the deal. There was a point where Bobby actually was in the room when this particular young lady was on the phone with Ryan. Ryan was being verbally abusive with her. She had him on speaker. Then Bobby chimed in and stood up for this particular young lady, which I do respect the fact that he stood up for her. But he stood up for her, and then he... Uh, got Ryan to stand down a bit and then Ryan ended up, ended up doing the right thing because he was threatening not to leave her place like gonna claim me squatters rights that kind of stuff because and she had been paying all the bills and you know so I admit Ryan was a hundred percent in the wrong at that point and at that point I didn't like this young lady because she just was grating to me she got on my nerves uh, she was one of those people that was like trying to be a little closer to me than we actually were and I didn't like it because to me it felt like she was being like networky with me which I'm not like a networky person which I mean like you know you're trying to network with people I'm not that type like you know and if I am networking with you you don't got to give me hugs and act like we're best friends and she was doing that at that time and so there was a point where I gave her the kibosh and when I did that it was like the you know don't hug me um, or I don't want to hug you type of thing, which anybody has a right to decide what they want to do with their body. So nobody better act like I'm bitchy for telling somebody not to hug me. Sometimes I just don't want to feel your energy like that. The truth about me and the reason that I am the way I am is because I'm an actual empath, whether you guys have figured it out or not, even though people wouldn't understand that because they always asso associate that with just being like soft feelings and stuff like that. It's not necessarily what an empath is. It means you can feel the things that people are feeling around you. You can, you can usually like you're just an intuitive person and that's really what I am I that's why I'm good at doing stand-up is because I can feel the energy of the room and I know how to adjust to it and I know when to be a little bit louder a little bit more aggressive when to be a little bit softer when to be a little bit vulnerable I know how to do that because my empathic nature but I didn't like what I felt off of her at that time and so I gave her a like mm, no on the hug and I wasn't an asshole I just was like no on the hug and that made it so I didn't, you know, like it was weird between us. So I didn't like her. But then, you know, I didn't know all this was going on with her relationship. I just knew that she was dating Ryan, but I didn't know that all this was going on with their relationship. It was Bobby that told me that. And he told me that we were in the strap parking lot smoking weed at one point with our other friend, Mike. And so when Bobby told me that I was like I had no idea she was going through that and he was like he was like yeah you might want to go a little bit easier on her because it wasn't like I was mean to her but I just wasn't 
cool with her, you know? I didn't want her around me, really. And Bobby was like, yeah, she's. you might want to go a little bit easier on her because she's kind of having a hard time with Barasa right now. And he, like, told me the story, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, I didn't know she was going to that. And literally, this is what I said and the way I was about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize that she was going through that. And, yeah, I'll make sure that she knows that she is safe around me and that she should be comfortable around me. And then I ended up seeing her by accident the next day or whatever. Bobby also let me know at the time that him and Crystal were trying to fuck her, which that at the time I felt like whatever about, even though I felt like it's kind of a cheap move because that's kind of like the person that acts like, well, if I'm being 100% honest, which I've been told that this part isn't true by this young lady herself, um, but I had been told because he said that not only was he trying to fuck her at the time, technically he said that they had fucked her. That's what he told me when we were having that conversation. And he might try to deny that now. I, like, they were trying to deny even trying to pick up on her, which is something that he also had told me about, you know, like, just the whole, like, what he said was that they were already, like, flirting with her or whatever when she was there and they were having that conversation. And then afterwards, and this is where why I remember it the way I remember it, is because he was laughing about the fact that he said that they were fucking her while Ryan was still trying to call her afterwards. You know, because I guess that conversation ended and then they started fucking around. And then Ryan was still trying to call and he was proud of himself because, you know, that was happening while Ryan was still like they had gotten Ryan, you know, because now they were fucking her while Ryan's still calling fucking loser. Like that's the way he painted it for me at the time. And that's me being 100 percent honest with you guys from what he told me since when I talked to the young lady, she said that that did not happen, that they didn't actually have sex. But that is what Bobby told me which would also add up with simp shit because when people aren't good at getting laid, they lie about getting laid. That's just the way it works. Um, so that made me not really feel like his intentions were pure, but it's still, it is what it is. She's an adult. If she wants to fuck them, then she's going to fuck them. And I don't have anything to say about that. Do I judge it a little bit? Yeah, I kind of did even at the time, but it's all happening between adults. So how much do I have to say about it? How much should I really care about it? All I know is I personally adjusted my behavior towards that young lady because she was going through a hard time and I really don't want anybody to feel that kind of alone. If your man is already abusing you or you're in some sort of mentally, verbally abusive relationship, that's what I mean because physical abuse was never alleged as far as I know. But if you're going through that, then I personally don't want to contribute to that and make you feel any more isolated and alone than you already do in that kind of situation. That's something that I have been through and I know what it's like to feel like you don't have anybody on your side and I didn't want her to feel that. So I, she came in the next day, she was with Bobby and Crystal and they were all sitting at the table at L.A. Comedy Club. And I immediately gave her a hug and have been nice to her ever since. And I have to admit that I am happy for that decision because I really do like her as a person from what I know about her. She still has that same energy where she's a little she's got a little more energy than I'm used to all the time. But I have to say that I like her. I like her spirit. I 
I feel her. So, you know, I, I'm not. And then as far as Ryan went, even though I knew that, you know, that situation had went down, I also feel like I know a different side of him, even though I don't know him well. We don't talk on the phone. We don't regularly converse on Facebook or, you know, like we're not in each other's DMs. It's not that kind of situation. But I feel like a person like him, if he's willing to accept that he was wrong in the way he behaved, that's the first step to becoming a better person. So I can be forgiving of that part of him and see what he grows into. You know, like you don't people don't change from being ostracized. People change from having good influences around them and people that hold them accountable and people that are willing to say like, OK, yeah, you may have messed up but you can be a better person and we don't necessarily have to cut you off now if you continue to behave like that then i have no choice to cut you off because i just don't want to be associated with people that don't grow or don't want to change and just mistreat other people male female trans non-binary whatever you are you should be good to the people that are around you and so if your behavior is changing, nobody's ever going to be perfect. But if your behavior is changing, he's now got another girlfriend. I like her a lot. I've known her, you know, I've known her for a while. I knew her independent of him. She's a comedian and she seems happy. She doesn't seem to have any complaints. So if he's being good to her, then what do I care about any of this? It's all water under the bridge as far as I go. But apparently Bobby's mad at him like, you would think that he fucked Bobby. You would think that he had verbally and mentally abused Bobby the way Bobby always brings him up. Because Bobby, anytime anything comes up on that comedy board, Bobby brings up Diaz, which I already went over Diaz. Diaz didn't do anything to Bobby personally. And yes, the things Diaz was accused of are pretty terrible. But at the same time, when you actually hear the story itself, even if you hear it from the perspective secondhand, which is the way I've heard it because the girl that it all happened with I haven't heard out of her mouth exactly the way it went down you know in any like real just generally she has mentioned it I've seen mentions of it on Facebook or whatever but never the actual details and so I can't really judge that completely because I wasn't there and again they're two adults and whatever happened happened I don't know exactly what happened and there's been a lot of debate on the scene about that but Bobby always has to bring that up so Bobby's always bringing that up so he brought up Diaz on this post because he's trying to tell Liz that she doesn't know what she's talking about which I don't know how he does know what he's talking about since, like I said, he doesn't know the woman. But this is where it gets frustrating because Bobby and Crystal get these things in their head that everybody's supposed to just agree with them, but they have no facts outside of what they're hearing publicly, which is what we're all hearing. And it's like, well, all of this is open to interpretation. So I don't know why it is you guys are supposed to be the voices we're all supposed to listen to other than the fact that you guys have appointed, appointed yourselves to be these people. And so he brings up Ryan and I don't know why he brought up Ryan and I don't know why he brought up Diaz other than the fact that he's just trying to make some point that really doesn't exist. He doesn't know the woman that's directly involved. Liz actually knows the family, but he knows more than her for some reason. And so I just finally, because Bobby had also put up this heartfelt post not too long ago about how the 
pandemic had just shown him that his real priorities need to be his kids and his family and he's quitting comedy and so you're quitting comedy but you're still in the comedy group and you have a lot of opinions you're certainly trying to run it from the sidelines right now and he's asking Liz to be consistent in her thinking and I'm like well why don't you be consistent in the fact that you said you're quitting but here you are in the comedy group trying to run it for some reason like that's what I don't understand like if you want consistency then give consistency and when you're calling me because you know like of course then I like call him out on that and tell him that he's just on the group to virtue signal right now and then he's like well you can use whatever buzzwords you want to use that's not a buzzword that's exactly what you're doing you calling it a buzzword is trying is you trying to discount me is all you're trying to do by that but that's not going to work because I'm, I'm going to slap that right out of the fucking way and just remind you that that's what you're doing is virtue signaling right now you're trying to let us all know what a great person you are, but really you're not that great of a person because you were trying to fuck this girl while she was in a vulnerable state. According to you, you did fuck this girl while she was in a vulnerable state. Like, that's what happened there. But, you know, swipe that away because that is you doing what you have to do to get laid, apparently, you and your creepy-ass girlfriend because you're both acting like creeps at that point. So you don't even come in with clean hands but you still want to act like you're the moral authority. So go ahead, like break it down for me. And then he comes after me and says that I had become such a toxic person that him and his family had separated with me, separated from me because like there was a point where our falling out actually happened, which I don't think I've mentioned this yet, was when Crystal had unfriended me. And I had hit Crystal up after noticing that, you know, she wasn't on my, I couldn't see her anymore. So she had unfriended me and blocked me. And I like, you know, but I couldn't find her or... No, that's a lie. That was before she had blocked me. It was when she had just unfriended me because I could actually see her. And I wasn't sure if that was Facebook had done that because I was one of the people where if you lean to the right, then Facebook and I mean politically, Facebook had cut your followers down because there was a point where I had 20,000 people following me on my personal page. They did a, what's it called, a story about it for this one particular online publication where they did me and Steve Mudflat McGrew because um, both of us had that happen where they were doing that to people on the right and I had 20,000 people following me and then Facebook ended up slowly cutting it down to like 5,000 people. And I know this is a point where some people would be like, well, maybe you just got unpopular. These were all people that started following me because I supported Donald Trump you know like that was during that time like people just really liked the fact that I was Mexican I was gay and I was supporting Donald Trump people really fell in love with that on the right and so I got all these people following me people liked that I would say politically or incorrect things and I would continue to stay quote-unquote on brand even though for me that's not a brand it's just the way I live and me being me and so it wasn't like people had gotten tired of my antics or you know I had gotten on people's nerves I was saying the same stuff I had always been been saying and so um which Bobby and Crystal were friends through, with me through all that, but apparently at some point it became unbearable for her. But I had hit her up to find out if Facebook had made that decision and just taken her off my friends and was messing with my friends again, or if she had actually made that decision herself. She had said that she had made that decision, and I thought it was kind of peculiar that that coincided with the time that she decided that she wasn't going to do brunchies anymore after I had heavily promoted brunchies, and I had always, like, you know, even always paid for food, 
Um, oh, because, you know, every once in a while she would try to tell me that my food was free or I didn't have to pay for it. I would always pay her for the food and I was, would always tip them on top of that. And, you know, I always I even if you guys paid attention to me during that time, there were times when I was on the road and I wasn't able to support and I would offer to pay for another comedian's food if they wanted to go get food from them. But like I said, the food wasn't always the most consistent. It, the the sides were a lot of times dry or not flavorful and sometimes they would make me look kind of bad because I would have friends come with me to eat with them because I wanted them to be able to make every dollar they could possibly make and then you bring friends and it's not necessarily on point that night but you and your friends are still trying to act like mm, this is so good but it's not really that good on those times which maybe they were in a rush or I don't know what was going on I know they're capable of making good food because when they did the food for our comedy festival which was they were one of the sponsors so that means that they just bring food and then we don't pay for it which we ended up giving them money anyway which part of my decision and i was the guy in charge of like raising the money and really we could have gone home with more money or saved more money for the following year if we hadn't given them that money but that was something that we did so even that i was always trying to look out for them because I did see them as good people, even if I didn't always like the way that they were getting a little bit, like I said, a little bit too politically correct and a little bit too trying to tell everybody what they're supposed to feel about everything. I was willing to overlook that because they were my friends and they were trying to do something. And I did respect that the fact I re did respect the fact that they had a family and they were trying to provide for their family. And this was before pandemic that this was happening. You know, then during the pandemic, I really ramped it up and tried to help them out as much as I could as far as like support and going out there and eating and, you know, doing the things that we had to do so that people could stay afloat. But then during the pandemic, one thing I didn't respect and one of the reasons I started to really not like crystal and the way she was behaving was she would try to get people canceled there was even one point where this woman that identified as a comedian had said something that she didn't agree with and then she decided to post like a screenshot of the woman's facebook profile so then people went to the woman's facebook profile and then there were people on there that admitted that they saw where the woman worked on her profile and then they started calling her work trying to get f her fired and then there was another time where Crystal got mad about this one lady not being Black Lives Matter. And this lady would like own some kind of antiques. I don't remember if it was on OfferUp or what it was, but it was some kind of antiques thing that she was doing online. And then Crystal went ahead and shared her information. And then people started flooding her shit with negative things because this woman was not in support of Black Lives Matter. And it's like for me... There is nothing more evil than trying to take money away from people when there's something going on like this because we all know the government isn't providing for people the way that they're supposed to. Like a lot of people are really fucked right now. So even if I don't agree with what you're saying, I'm not trying to wreck your business because or take away the the way you're paying your mortgage or your rent or whatever your situation is. You know what I'm getting at here. Like you're taking away a person's livelihood at a point where we're all kind of fucked and crystal to me should know that better than anybody else because if it weren't for the support of the las vegas comedy community she would be fucked in a lot of ways because it's a lot of us that come to your aid it's a lot of us the same people that you're trying to regulate on that are really the ones supporting you so when you get mad at the las vegas comedy community i feel like what exactly is what are you going to do to us are you going to decide that you're not going to let us spend money on you anymore? Is that what you're going to do? Is that going to be your big play? Because I'm great with that. 
if you're going to decide that you're going to in some way cancel the Las Vegas comedy community because we're not submitting to the way you and Bobby think that we should all behave ourselves or handle ourselves when it comes to morality or when it comes to who we'll associate with or who we'll allow to be on shows, if your idea of punishing us is not allowing us to support you anymore, I'm great with that. But if you think you have any real card in the Las Vegas comedy community, if you think you have any real pool in the Las Vegas community, I'm here to remind you you don't. And I'm here to remind you that you're not even particularly moral. You're not even the person that you pretend to be. Because like I said, you're a small business yourself, whether it's your brunchies thing, which is making food, or your painting, which is another way that you try to support yourself or you do support yourself, your Etsy stuff, you know, whether you're putting together some kind of bouquet or, you know, and uh, some of that stuff does come out all right. Some of it really does. But at the same time, there's plenty of it where it's people that are just supporting you because we actually wanted to see you and your family do well. So when you have that kind of privilege, when you do have people that are pulling for you, the least you can do is karmically repay that by not trying to take other small businesses down, even if you don't agree with what they say on social media or what it is they're selling, because there's always somebody that's not agreeing with you. You're very pro LGBT or that's what you say you are. You're also very pro Black Lives Matter. So how would you feel if somebody said that those things are against their values and then decided to start a cancel campaign on you and started to make life harder for you than it had to be? I'm sure you wouldn't appreciate that. But here you are doing it to somebody else and you think that people like me aren't noticing that and losing respect for you and feeling a little bit like, well, why am I supporting this person that's actually trying to tear a lot of people down? Why not have a live and let live attitude? Even when it comes to the things that you're upset about as far as morals go, when it comes to that woman that supposedly, you know, abused her family at the time, let's just generalize it that way. If it happened in 2017, now it's 2020, it said on the paperwork that she's taken all her counseling. So if she's gone through anger management and she's trying to do better in her life, who are you? Who am I? Who's anybody to step on her neck and say, no, you're not allowed to do better. You're not allowed to change your, your, excuse me, you're not allowed to change your behavior. You're not allowed to grow past 2017. We have decided that in 2017, because you did or did not do these things, that now you're not worthy of being able to be a stand-up comedian for the rest of your life. You're not, like, who are you to say that? Ryan, that was over a year ago, and he wasn't physically abusive. You know, he was just verbally and mentally abusive, which is bad enough, but at the same time, a lot of people have grown from that. And I don't think that Bobby and Crystal have ever been perfect in their lives, and if they have been, they don't look it, and I'm not trying to be mean, but they don't look like two people that have lived perfect lives. Actually, they look like people that have actually lived life. You know, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't mean that to be an insult at all, but they just look like they wear a little bit of life on them. So I don't think that you've lived perfect lives, but you're deciding that other people are supposed to live perfect lives and that other people can't grow past being who they were, who they were. But in, but here's honky be cool being the voice of fucking reason and morality for the entire Las Vegas comedy scene. So when I confront it and I'm like saying it, he's like, actually, you were very toxic when Crystal said that she had unfriended you. And they tried to make it about Crystal unfriending me. Like I said, it was never about Crystal unf unfriending me. That wasn't my problem. My problem was with the timing of unfriending me. You were willing to deal with, I haven't changed. I haven't turned into a different person. Anybody that's been following me for that amount of time knows that I've been consistent 
intelligent. Technically, I've gotten softer. Technically, I've gotten nicer about the way I say things. And technically, I've gotten more of an open mind because I've seen a lot more myself. I've mentioned it even as far as Black Lives Matter and a lot of that kind of stuff goes. When it came to like my face tattoos, that changed the way that I saw the way cops dealing with me. And so I got a better idea of why people don't just give up their ID and stuff like that and aren't always the most like I don't want to use the word submissive but the most cooperative when it comes to the police because sometimes you do feel like don't just stop fucking with me and that's something that I hadn't had a grasp of before I had fit tattoos on my face because for the most part police were cool with me but then they get this idea of you now and so I'd seen a different a different side of things so a lot of my views have kind of softened so now all of a sudden that you've decided you're the morals police and you don't need me because I'm not able to promote for you anymore suddenly now my Facebook has start to started to stress you out because that was the excuse she gave me or the reason that she gave me was that my social media had started to stress her out and I have a text message to prove that this is what she said my social media started to stress her out and then she would see me on other people's stuff and then that started to stress her out and I just felt like you know and I did send her something sassy at that point like you know whatever stay stressed you know was how I ended that and then I hit Bobby up to tell him that you know like look I got into it with your girl I feel like you guys are trying to be the morals police and I gave him a quick breakdown of what was going on because I do feel as a man and as a friend um, that if I'm going to get into it with one, then I should go ahead and let the other one know, especially if I let Crystal know, because I let Crystal know that I thought her and Bobby were being morals police. So that was me laying it all on the table. And in my opinion, treating them with the respect that they hadn't given me, because really... I feel like if Crystal really had a problem with things I was saying, it wouldn't be about asking me not to say them. It would be about being like, okay, we're friends, and this is something I'm really not understanding. I want to have a grasp of people because I would imagine that if you're going to have a lot of opinions on people, then you should have a good grasp of why it is people what makes people tick, especially if you consider people family, which is what Crystal claimed, which is what Bobby claimed, which is what I claimed. But I'm the only one that was acting like actual family by going directly to them and not just assuming. I could have just assumed, oh, Crystal must have unfriended me and then treated her accordingly. But instead, I went directly to her and asked her about it because that's the way friends slash family treat each other in my opinion especially friends and family that have shown a lot of support to each other they claim to have shown me a lot of support they watched Bijou I always paid them to watch Bijou I did respect them for that well I did appreciate them for that especially because you know little Bijou is my life and so when she was with them I always felt comfortable because I knew that they were taking care of her and I knew that they loved her and so I do definitely appreciate them for that and I wouldn't take that away but outside of that they didn't really do anything to support me there was nothing to do to support me and they can be like on the comedy community what you don't have more pull on the comedy community than I do than I do so it's not like your endorsement means anything not to be mean it just doesn't so you were doing nothing for me on that front as far as watching Bijou yes but I also paid you every time that you watched Bijou the time th there was one time where they said that I didn't have to pay them because their daughters were doing it they're one of their daughters um well both of their daughters all their kids loved Bijou but uh their daughters really the oldest really loved Bijou and so um Bijou would hang out with her so I went and bought
um, makeup from Morphe because there was this, I really wanted to get her a different palette, but I bought her this particular palette from Morphe. And then um, I bought them brushes. And because, you know, has a little sister named and I know big sister, little sister, everybody wants to have the same shit. I know how that works because I have nieces, I have nephews, I know how kids work. So not only did I buy, I bought the exact same thing for that I bought for because they're sisters and I didn't want them to be fighting or want to feel any particular way. And so, and that was not cheap to buy that. I made it so it wasn't cheap. So that's why I bought the brushes and stuff like that because I was like, let me give them something that's actually worth something for watching Bijou. So that's the only time they didn't get like money from me, like just regular money, you know, but it was that I bought that instead. And so, you know, and I, like I said, I like their family. I liked them. I still could like them again in the future. They just need to get off this, like, trying to be the morals police. So then when I hit Bobby up about it, you know, like, on the thread, he tried to lie by saying that I had blown up his phone. So I gave proof that I had sent two text messages. The one was me explaining that thing, and it wasn't particularly long, but it did explain everything, you know, so it was, like, decent length. And then the second one just said something like, yeah, I know you're busy, so good luck with the shop, you know, because he had just opened up a shop for his car stuff. And so I said, good luck for the good luck with the shop and then just, you know, kept it pushing at that point. But, you know, with Crystal, I, I really did feel like she should have come to me also because she claims to really, you know, stand for people of color and LGBTQ people. So if you've got a brown LGBTQ person that is saying things that you don't understand why they would say them, if you want to get more of an understanding of LGBT and brown people brown what what is it um whatever they call it um indigenous whatever whatever which you know we've discussed this i am indigenous so um but if you want to know more about those people don't only get to know the ones that you agree with like that's not the way this works if you really care about people of color um and lgbt people you don't only get to know why people tick in the way that you know oh you agree with me so you're perfect you must be right because you agree with me no you also especially like i said if you consider somebody to be like family and then bobby tried to say that i was toxic at that time and it was like no actually that's not true because i know me and i know what i was going through at those different points and that wasn't any kind of toxic if you wanted to say i was toxic in like 2015 2016 even I sometimes listen to or read things that I said back then, and I'm like, yeah, that might be a bit much. But more recently, I don't feel like that at all, and I definitely wasn't toxic with them. So when you say that I'm toxic, I have to be toxic towards you or in a way that affects you personally for you to really put that on me. You can't be like, your social media triggered me. It's like, that's not what real friendship is about. You know, that's not what family is about. And if you really considered me like family, like I said, you should have come to me. So that I fully admit that I didn't respect that part. But just the un unfriending itself, which is what they try to boil it down to. But whenever people aren't really right and they know it, they'll try to make it about something that it's not. They'll always try to deflect. And I kept telling Bobby that he was deflecting. Now, keep in mind that Crystal has me blocked at this point while the, all this is going on on the thread. So I'm like dealing with Bobby and Bobby knows that he's running into a little bit of a like he's in a quicksand situation because what happens on social media what I'll do to you is I'll isolate you and I'll make it so everybody can read it 
But anybody that tries to get in my way when I'm trying to deal with you directly, I'm laser focused at that point and I'm going to break you down. And it's what I did with him. If you end up seeing like this part of this particular thread, because I created a separate thread just to call him and crystal out just to be like, bam, this is the problem that I'm having. I'm going to solve this fucking problem right now. And so Bobby, like I said, isn't as smart as he thinks he is. And so I knew this one was going to be a cakewalk. I just need this guy to stop deflecting and give me what it is I need. And I'm going to get what I need. So I start pressing him on the part about him saying that I was toxic. He's not able to give an example. Now, if I'm not toxic, you should be able to easily give an example. I'm able to give examples of everything that I'm saying about you guys. That's what I'm doing on this podcast so far. This podcast that may be running a, too, a little too long. And I might get tired of doing it in a few minutes here. So I'm going to try to wrap it up kind of quick. But I am going to tell you guys that what happened was I'm getting to Bobby and then somebody chimes in and tries to say something cute. And I tell that person out of my way. I don't need you right now. That person tries to say something sassy immediately blocked because when I'm trying to get somebody, I'm trying to get this person. I don't need you. I don't need anybody else. I'll block everybody. I have to block to make it. So I have this one on one conversation that I need everybody to see me have. So Bobby sends a, spends a few comments trying to deflect because like I said, he's not good at this. He's not. He doesn't realize completely outclassed when it comes to this. Like this is what I'm good at. A breaking you down is what I'm good at. So I am fucking going at him and asking him to give examples of me actually being toxic and he's not able to give any. So he says that I blew up his phone. I immediately provide screenshots and show that that's not what I was doing. So then he's like, now go ahead and provide screenshots or give screenshots of the kind of stuff you said, Crystal. So I immediately give screenshots because there's nothing I love more than justifying my own words. I don't mind that at all. There's a reason I chose those words. And yes, I said exactly that. I don't give a fuck. Who knows what? I said it. I said it. I said it. If I said it, I said it. I don't care. So I go ahead and provide screenshots and he's still trying to like deflect and flail because he had said that I blew him up. So I've already proven proven him a liar once. Then he's trying to make himself seem like uh, he calls me a narcissist, which, you know, him and Crystal, that's their buzzword is narcissist and sociopath, which neither fit me. If you really know me, um, it, it, that's one of the things that he wasn't getting that I was trying to set up when I brought up that young lady and stuff like that is you're trying to accuse me of being a narcissist and a sociopath. Well, one of the hallmarks of both of those things is not being able to show compassion. And if anything, I show too much compassion. I show compassion to people that you don't think deserve compassion. And that's what really pissed you off about me. Because really what he got mad about, what him and Crystal both got mad about, was the fact that I was still willing to be cool with Ryan Barasa and other people that they don't necessarily think that I should be cool with or anybody for that matter should be cool with. Um, because I think people can grow I think people can change and I already told you guys I feel like the way to do that is by being a positive influence in these people's lives and even sometimes being a little bit of a sounding board for when for them if they need it and that's something I've always told people like yeah I may seem like an asshole all the time but if you really have a problem or you really need help with something as far as, you know, a little bit of somebody to listen to or maybe a little bit of advice. And I would even extend that to Bobby and Crystal now 
because I don't like for people like I don't like people to feel true despair even though people will get on my nerves and whatever else I do have enough of a heart that if somebody's really going through it I will be there for them and I don't necessarily have to like them I will learn to like them <laughs> through being there for them like in my opinion sometimes that's the way I'll end up liking them is I'll like with I, I shouldn't have said her name god damn it anyway I went so good without saying her name but I'm not gonna block it out sorry young lady um, but I'm not going to block it out when that when that I went through a, when that young lady was going through that. See, now I'm stuttering because I didn't want to say her name. I really was trying to respect that. Like I said, I'm not beeping anything out. I'm not even going to edit this. I'm going to let it play the way it plays and sound as confused as I'm confused and whatever. But uh, so when it came to that young lady, it was the way I started to like her was because I had to have compassion for her in that particular situation. Then I was able to see what was good about her. And like I said, now I genuinely like her. So I'm glad that I did that. Well, Bobby and Crystal are unwilling to do that because to them, once somebody is messed up, then that person is messed up for the rest of their life and they can never be forgiven. So no, actually in that way, again, you guys fall more into the category of being narcissist because you guys can't show compassion to people because you're not going through exactly what they're going through. Well, you don't have to have gone through what somebody's gone through to show them compassion. Actually, sometimes that's where compassion comes from, you know? And so when you're, the reason I kept drilling that part was not only because, like I said, that whether you admit it or not, or whether you know it or not, that is borderline predator, predatory behavior. When somebody's going through a vulnerable position or in a vulnerable position and you're trying to fuck them, even if you're acting like I'm protecting you, that's some save a hoe shit. That's some simp shit. And maybe you didn't know that before, but I've informed both of you now. So if you guys find yourself in that situation again, you will know that you're actually doing it. So now the first time you guys completed ignorance if you want to. But now from this point on, if you've heard this, you know that that's what you're doing. So yeah, I was at that point showing that not only are you not, there was two reasons I kept drilling that because they were like, why are you so obsessed with this? Because there was a point where Crystal jumped in and I didn't bring that up yet because Crystal unblocked me and then she jumps in and she was like, because, you know, Facebook, once you unblock somebody, you have to leave them unblocked for a minimum of 48 hours before you can block them again. And so then Crystal, like, you know, comes in and she's like, I don't I can't unblock you again for another 48 hours. So this better be good. And I was like, girl, don't act like you're coming out of retirement for anything and doing me a favor. And I blocked her right away because the thing was I needed to focus on Bobby. I didn't need Crystal coming in and trying to like muddy things up or give her nonsense because she's not as smart as she thinks she is either this bitch and I don't mean that in the rude way but when I say this bitch I mean this bitch like she really thinks she's smart and it's like you're as dumb as a box of fucking rocks there's a reason I called you both dumb fat hillbillies on text message because I couldn't do that on Facebook because it would have got me banned for sure but there's a reason I called you both dumb fat hillbillies because you are dumb fat hillbillies and I do stand by that part like I said I would be compassionate with you guys if you guys needed a voice or, or an ear or something like that but just know I don't mistake either of you for being particularly smart it's just not what you guys display so she comes in and acts like you know yeah, this better be good it's like I'm blocking this bitch I don't have time for this shit and uh <laughs> And so I blocked her because, like, I don't need you in the way. I need Bobby to hold his head still so I can fuck him in his mouth. That's what's happening right now. So you're either going to fucking watch, like, what you guys usually do in your sex life, or you're going to get the
the fuck out of my way. That's what's going to happen. And I can tell you're not in the mood to fucking watch. So I'm going to block your ass again. So then Bobby's like, did you just block Crystal? You mean the same Crystal that's had me blocked for a while now? Yeah, I just blocked that bitch. So what of it? Let's get back to the fucking subject that we're dealing with here. We're dealing with my fucking narcissism and the fact that you don't realize it because like I said, you guys aren't smart. But if you guys knew anything about either of those two fucking disorders... If you knew anything about being sociopathic or narcissistic, two disorders, if you knew anything about them, you would know that you actually have to be a fucking psychiatrist or a professional in order to diagnose that. Neither of you are able to diagnose that and neither of you know me well enough. Well, technically, you guys do know me well enough. That's what's even the most frustrating about this is if you guys are being 100% honest, not just trying to win a Facebook argument, you guys know that you know me well enough to know that that's not true. Technically, I showed compassion towards Amy Blackwell, knowing that she had dropped me off in fucking Michigan. Like, that's what happened at the end of that fucking tour when it came to the Amy Blackwell situation. Like, she left me in Michigan. And I ended up finding my way home because I'm always going to be all right. I'll figure shit out. And that's what I did was I made that shit happen. Thanks to J.R. Williams as well because he's the one that picked me up. But, like, I'm a cat. I always land on my feet. So, yeah, I flew myself home. Technically, I came home better than if I had came home with Amy herself. So I made that situation work. But there's some people that would be mad at bad for the rest of their lives and be like, that bitch left me in Michigan. But Bobby and Crystal were like, we're having her over for Thanksgiving and we invited you over for Thanksgiving you know this was last year or 2019 I should say yeah 2019 yeah and uh so they were like we're having her over for Thanksgiving we don't make want to make it uncomfortable for you but you know we're gonna have her over and we just wanted to make sure that you know that ahead of time and you're not being ambushed or whatever and because I have compassion again instead of even making that a deal I was like, yeah, of course, I have no problem with that. Besides, it's your guys' house. You guys can have anybody over that you want to have over. But I do appreciate you giving me the heads up. And I was polite and pleasant with her. Um, she made something, I think it was deviled eggs or something like that. And she asked me to have some of it. And I thought that was gracious of her. And I did actually have some. And so, you know, it was. it's not like you can accuse me of being these things when you know that that's not the behavior that I truly display. That's just you trying to say that so that it seems like you're right in coming after me right now. And it comes off as like maybe people would believe it that don't know me because right now you're trying to make it look like I'm bullying you, which I wasn't bullying you. I just didn't want to watch you bully this woman, Michelle and Ryan Barasa and even Diaz for that matter. Because Diaz is another one that even though I'm not going to go into specifically what was going on with him, he is satisfied as far as went to jail. He satisfied all of his requirements as far as the courts go. And that's what a lot of people don't get about me is once everything's been taken care of by the courts, I don't know why anybody wants me to have any kind of opinion about that. I don't have opinions about that. I didn't go to school for law. I'm not in any way a lawyer. So I don't know why it is you want me to litigate these cases that I've never claimed that that's what I am. Like I said, I don't even claim to be morals police or anybody's moral compass. So I don't know why it is you're trying to put everybody in this position or they have to just go to your opinions by default. To me, this is... The problem that I'm having and this is why I came after them that way is because I feel like they're really starting to bully people and they're also bullying the scene in general by trying to make it seem like everybody has to go with their way of thinking. So then I go ahead and call that out and then Bobby still can't substantiate 
the fact that, you know, I'm supposedly this kind of person. Like, he can't give clear examples. And I'm giving examples of how it is you're not compassionate. Even the predatory behavior you, you display to that young woman kind of shows a lack of compassion. Like, you were pretending like it was compassion, but really, you guys were trying to fuck her, or you guys did fuck her, according to which way you're telling the story. But at that point, he's trying to completely def deflect on that. He's being like, we were just friends, and you know what I mean? Like, that kind of thing. But that's not what he told us that one night. That's just not what he said. And so, um, so... Like, he's not able to really make his point. So then I allow Crystal back on, and I'm like, all right, loser, now go ahead and see that your boyfriend is a fucking liar because I already proved him a liar three times on that same thread. Just proved it. And then um, she still has his back. And then she comes in and says something about free food, and that's when I was like, oh, no, you never gave me free food. I never took free food from you. And then she was trying to, like, maintain, which is her being a liar because she knows, and if I have to, I'll just provide Venmo. And let everybody see all the times that I bought from them. And you'll see that they line up with every time they had brunchies. I never accepted free food from them. And I always tip them on top of it. And they know that. So it's like you're being a liar right now. Everything you're pretending to be, you're not being. You're being the opposite of that. And I really am what it is you claim to be. So what happened was I got tired of Crystal uh, and uh, hit her up on direct message because that's where I could really say what I wanted to say. And at that point, I did feel like you're a fat bitch liar. That's the way I felt. I was done being Facebook nice, and I was done putting up with you. You are a failed cam model is what you are. You're not even good at selling pussy in a pandemic, bitch, and you don't even have to sell it in real life. And why would anybody want to pay to look at a fucking diner waitress naked when they could just fuck a diner waitress? And that's the way I feel about it. And if anybody gets mad at me about that, that's your fucking problem. If anybody doesn't know, I'm a fucking ex-whore myself, an actual good one, one that made a lot of fucking money when I was doing it. So every once in a while, I feel like breaking another fucking whore down, especially one that's not good at it. I never judge anybody for doing sex work. I definitely judge people for not being good at sex work because how can you not sell pussy, bitch? It's the easiest thing in the world to fucking sell. I don't even have one and I can sell fucking pussy. So... I don't fucking respect you for that. I don't respect you for pretending to be the fucking morals police when you're a fuck up yourself. There's nothing perfect about your fucking life or you wouldn't have so many kids by so many fucking different fathers. And I think it's what? How does What's the breakdown exactly, Crystal? And that's not me judging you for fucking different people. That's me saying, bitch, if you fucked up that many times, then you're either shit at picking men or you're not a perfect person yourself. There's something going on there. There's some way that it's not all fucking working out. But here you are pretending to be the most perfect person in the world while lying about me to my fucking face. Both of you trying to act like I was being toxic with you. And Bobby at a point saying that your kids were reading my Facebook. Well, that's bad parenting on your part if you're letting your kids read my Facebook. Because I would tell your kids not to read my Facebook. I know that I'm not built for kids on my best day, even when I'm not talking about anything to do with politics. My kids, this is what Bobby said at one point, the kids would follow you on Facebook, and at a point they came to me and asked me why you said, well, bad parenting, bitch. Why do you have your kids following me on Facebook? I'm talking about fucking dudes half the time. I put posts or pictures from my fucking grinder. You know, I'm fucking naked on my stories every fucking day. And this is you thinking it's a good idea for your kids to follow me on Facebook? You're fucking idiots. Like I said, neither of you as smart as you pretend to be. So I fucking got tired of you.
and I fucking called you a fat bitch. And even that, and the reason I bring this up is because afterwards, the next day, she goes ahead and posts the screenshots, or maybe it was the day after, after she gets me fucking banned from Facebook. So it's completely dirty pool. Then she has me on the fucking, uh, then she has it on friends only, which she knows we're not friends on Facebook, so it wouldn't be like I would see it anyway. Then she also included my phone number on it at one point, which nobody called me anyway, and I'm not worried about it anyway, because a block, a block, a block. That's something I'm very good at. Anybody hits me up with any shit I don't want to hear? If you're lucky, you'll get cussed out. If you're not lucky you just get blocked right off the bat and that's exactly the way that it gets handled trust me i'm not getting flooded with shit i'll block every number i have to block but yeah so i'm fucking tired of these fucking dumb hillbillies getting in my fucking way at this point and i decided to cut the cuss this bitch out one-on-one -on -one. and that's exactly what i decided to do so if you don't want to get cussed out don't lie about people don't fucking report people after you're the one that fucking starts the fucking shit you asked me to unblock you because several times Bobby asked me on that thread like to unblock Crystal since I'm talking about her, since I'm mentioning her. Technically, you're the one that brought her up in the first place. Like, yeah, I made the post about you guys, but before that, you're the one that brought Crystal up, not me. I just at a point got like, why is Crystal in the way? Because there was a point where I even told Crystal, I was like, you're still defending Bobby even though I've proven that he's lied about me three different times on that post. And she was like, yeah, that's the way it works. Is there anything else that you're the expert on something like that and so it's like yeah you admit to covering up for this liar or the fact that he's lying like that's not what good people do like you're supposed to be the morals police but you'll defend him even though you know he's lying to me that sounds like toxic behavior which i've already admit admitted to being toxic but these two for some reason don't think that they're toxic even though they display all of these toxic behaviors because if you think about it it all goes back to what i said in the beginning none of this was any of our business to begin with what we all should have done was when that bitch Beatrice posted that is we all should have been like yeah that's not any of our business at all why are you even trying to start that why don't you take that somewhere else like to a domestic violence board comedy board or excuse me a domestic violence comedy board that might be kind of fun but those bitches wouldn't listen anyway just playing um that's the part you want to cancel me on I don't give a fuck anyway um but yeah yeah, you take it to a fucking domestic violence Facebook board or something like that. You don't take it to the comedy board. Like, but instead, you know, since Bobby and Crystal see a chance to be like, let me put on my good clothes and show you guys how moral I am right now. Watch me tell this girl, Liz, that she doesn't know what's going on in that family, even if she knows that family. Why? Because I'm Bobby Wayne Stouts. Honky be cool. And I'm here to tell you guys what a morally upstanding person I am. Hold on a second. Hold my beer, Crystal. I'm gonna go show them exactly how moral I am right quick. Shut up. You're both fucking idiots. And you're not even smart enough to know you're fucking idiots. That's the worst part about stupid people is they never know they're fucking stupid. You know? And I don't mean to get so goddamn upset, but sometimes you do get tired of people and they're fucking shit. You know, like, I'm so tired of people pretending to be fucking good. I tell you guys I'm a fuck up. That's why you shouldn't fucking listen to me a lot about a lot of shit. But I know how to fucking be nice to people and I know that people can change sometimes and I know how to let people have a fucking chance in life and get some fucking breathing room and I know that sometimes people just do things out of fucking anger. I mean, like I said, if Bobby and Crystal wanted to talk to me person to person, I'd be willing to talk to each one of them or both of them at the same time. 
I don't fucking care about either of them in that way where it's like I'm so angry that I couldn't possibly talk to either. I'll talk to either of them. I'll talk to both of them. But just don't come at me like you're a fucking expert in anything when neither of you have lived perfect lives. And yeah, I do fucking take into account that you've got a different fucking hobby or job, if you want to call it, every other fucking week. And you're trying to tell everybody what they need to be doing on every level when it comes to LGBT, when it comes to Black Lives Matter, when it comes to politics. Your political posts just got me down. Your political posts were giving me anxiety. Bitch, do you not realize that Black Lives Matter is a political organization? Whether you agree with them or not, they're a political organization. So if you're saying that you stand against people posting about politics all the time then stop posting about black lives matter because that's a political organization you're not even smart enough to know that you probably don't even realize that you probably think that's me saying something bad about black lives matter but they are a political organization or if you say that they're not an organization which some people say that they're not an organization but there sure is being a lot of a um, lot of money being funneled through there for it not to be an organization. So what? It's a bunch of individuals. Okay, they're a political group of individuals. But again, not even smart enough to know that. Instead, it tries to make these arguments that are the opposite of exactly what she's saying. You know, uh, like saying that I'm toxic on social media while well, she's trying to get pe people canceled left and right. She tried to get one vintage group canceled, a vintage, uh, vintage sellers on Facebook, she tried to get them canceled because they had like these uh, black Americana. Uh, that's what it's qualified as or that's what the woman called it. And it's, you know, like the black caricatures that are now deemed racist and rightfully so. And if people are making that now, then I can understand how you would feel that way. But this woman is reselling these things because she came across them. And whether anybody knows this or not, there are black people that actually collect those that, you know, f they think that they're a part of the history, of, and they are a part of the history of black people in this country. It's an ugly history that we have in this country, but they are, part, are a part of that history. So if somebody has that and feels like I could sell it and make a couple dollars off of it, and that's where we come back to Amy Blackwell. You know, with Amy Blackwell, I've got a picture of her holding up some figurines like that because she thought they were cute. I have the fucking picture, and I'll probably end up using it as this the still for this particular thing just to remind crystal what a hypocrite she is you know like you're mad at me for supposedly saying toxic things but i stand up at the times it's important you know what's in it when it's important to stop somebody from saying the n-word or tell somebody that they're not right for saying the n-word when they're right in front of your fucking face in a goddamn car that's when it doesn't matter if you do it when it's a fucking celebrity that you don't know. It's easy to do it at that point because the whole world is doing it with you. The whole world is right there with you saying this person is wrong. Look, let's crucify this asshole for saying the fucking N-word. And I'm not saying they're wrong for that. I do think that needs to be corrected on the public sphere like that too. But when it comes down to you and just one person in the car and they say the N-word and you're actually strong enough to stand up instead of just laughing and going along like most people would, instead you stand up to them and you say, yeah, I'm not all right with that. You don't make a big deal of it. You don't fire them on the spot. You don't like try to punish them for the rest of the trip. It was her own behavior. And like I said, I'm going to make that public again. I'm going to make the episode with Amy Blackwell public again, and I'm going to share it on my fan page, the old podcast of 
Amy Blackwell and how she made that whole situation a nightmare by not only saying the N-word but being unprofessional and then trying to act like I was supposed to console her again and then acting like the victim in the end, which is why I made this whole podcast was because Crystal acted like the victim by posting the screenshots for her friends to see without context, without admitting where she had fucked up, without like paying attention to the fact that she had displayed predatory behavior herself and that she had also um, lied about me several times and I got tired of her. That's what made me cuss her out like that was when she was lying about me. When you're saying that you were giving me free food and I never accepted free food from you, that doesn't count as free food. And I got tired of you two lying about me is what happened. And so yeah, at that point I called you a fat bitch because if you don't want me to fucking tell the truth about you, don't start lying about me. That's the way that fucking works. The fact of the matter is, I'm not any of the things you called me, but you are definitely a fat bitch, and that's just what it is. If you don't like it, lose weight, and then nobody can call you a fat bitch. You are a failed cam star. Cam star. Even using the word star in you in the same fucking sentence. And that's what people were capitalizing too on, I saw. They were like, you're not popular. Is Does he think this is high school? Well, let me tell you the way the world works when it comes to somebody wanting to be a cam model. When it comes to somebody wanting to be a cam model or on OnlyFans, what you're really supposed to do, let me help you out with a little strategy, Crystal, in case you decide to fail at this again. At least you have a better chance. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to build up your regular, so your regular social media. So you build up your Instagram and your Twitter. Facebook isn't really a good place for it because usually Facebook is where your family is and stuff like that. But you build that up and you make yourself popular there. That's what you do is you make yourself popular there. So everybody's like, look at this fucking sexy bitch. I want to see this person naked. And then you pop your OnlyFans or your streammates or whatever service you're using as your online pimp. I know a lot of women that bypass all of that shit anyway. But I hear OnlyFans, you can make a lot of money off of it. There's one guy that's making six figures every month off of it. So... You, well, I also know another friend. See, that's the thing. Like, I have a lot of friends that are in that, you know, doing that shit. Now, me, I personally feel like I'm too old now, even though there is a category and I could fucking do it. See, that's one thing Crystal said on the thing. She was like, you're just mad because we both have a porn category. And it's like, no, I'm not mad at that at all. Technically, if I, I've exploited that, you know. Technically, I'm fucking naked on Instagram all the time now. So on my stories. And so it's not like I don't realize where I'm at or what I can do or that. Like, there's it's not I'm not disconnected from that part of myself I'm just not a fucking whore anymore because I don't want to be I fucking got tired of that fucking life and I could go into that in a whole episode sometime of how you get tired of that life and why you get tired of that life even when you're fucking making money you get tired of that life sometimes so you know I'm not fucking like judging you for any like trying it or whatever like that. But when I said like you're supposed to be pop or you're not even popular, that's what I was talking about. And it was in that context. I was talking about you failing at being a fucking cam model, which is true because how do we know it's true? Because when you're a successful cam model, you make plenty of money that you're not fucking trying to sell tchotchkes online at the same time and every once in a while posting like, I'm so stressed out, we have these bills, we need these paid, if somebody can buy these paintings and whatever the fuck else you're doing. You don't, the last thing you're worried about is money when you're good at any of that stuff. It's just the way it fucking works. 
So I know you failed at it and you weren't good at it and you weren't fucking popular. And I stand by saying that. What else did I say? That you and Bobby were creeps? I noticed you didn't want to fucking mention that. I noticed you didn't want to like point that out to your friends. What else did I say? That your food was shitty? Yeah, well, I already went over that. A lot of times your food was shitty. So if you want to run a pop-up, step it up. Because a lot of that time, like the food has to be consistent. So maybe write down some recipes and have exact ways that you do it so that it actually does come out good. Because like I said, that one time it did come out super good. The mac and cheese was great. Everything was fucking great when it was the brunchies barbecue. Like that was all fucking great. So I know you're capable of doing good at the brunchies thing, the food thing. But you just didn't apply yourself sometimes. And yeah, I expect it to be consistent. So as a true friend does, I came to you guys and said, this is shit. And now you guys know. See, I'm still, even though we're not friends anymore, I'm still a better friend to you guys than you are to me. Can you tell me honestly what I've done that's so toxic to you guys? Because the truth is I haven't. So you can't even turn around and be like, well, this is what you did. And maybe you guys can do some kind of podcast or something, but it's not going to be good. I, I welcome you guys to do whatever you want. Use my words. Show my text messages. I don't fucking care. I own all of it. And technically, if you guys really push me, I'm going to do a live read of everything I fucking said. I'll fucking read it with the delivery that it deserves and people will fucking laugh at you. Anyway, I fucking like this cigarette. Did I forget anything? Let me see. Okay. It's not like I have anything written down or anything. I was like, let me see. Like, I'm fucking able to reference any materials. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, let me see if I, I got to the end of the story. So, yeah. So, then Crystal shared that and made herself sound like a victim. And then, you know, Amy Blackwell, which if Crystal was really about her shit and really felt the way she felt then she wouldn't be friends with Amy Blackwell because Amy Blackwell does not deny saying the N-word in front of me that time. She says she thought it was a joke and whatever else. And in that way, selectively, Crystal is willing to be friends with her. It's it, like true narcissistic behavior, but because because Amy Blackwell will actually suck Crystal's dick, Crystal will have her around. Anybody that challenges Crystal and Bobby, they don't feel is worth having around. And that, again, is a narcissistic behavior. So, I mean, if you're going to call people things, don't call them exactly what you are. That would be, like, my best advice to you guys. Like, actually learn to diagnose people if you guys are going to do that. You know, like, actually maybe take some actual psych classes or even, like... And just going to a therapist isn't enough. And Crystal has talked about that before, you know, that her parents were narcissists, which I'm beginning to wonder if her parents really were narcissists or if she just called them that because she didn't like them or they said shit, shit she didn't agree with. Because she said that her parents are narcissists. One time she started a post like, being raised by a narcissist, one thing you learn is how to be a narcissist, bitch. That's why you are one. Like, work on that. Work on you. Like, that would be my advice to both Bobby and Crystal. If you take nothing else from this episode, work on you. Instead of being on Facebook talking about what Ryan Barasa has done and what Diaz Mackey has done, they're on their own roads. Let them get better on their own and work on the shit. Because that's one thing I can say that they both have on you. Diaz, I don't talk to anymore, but, you know, uh, I would talk to him again at some point. Like I said, I'm always willing to give somebody another chance. I don't care. You can murder somebody and I'll give you another chance. I really mean that. And one day just be like, mm, well, you know, sometimes people do shit. And I'll 
just have to take it that you've grown. You're taking, you're going to therapy. You're taking steps to, you know, maybe you're not even going to therapy. Maybe you're just reading a lot of books and doing self-help. Maybe, maybe that's what it took. But I have true compassion. I don't mind just accepting that I don't have to understand everything and that I'm dealing with the person that I'm dealing with now. So that's one thing I can tell you guys. If you guys want to maybe settle yourselves a little bit, just know that Ryan and Diaz are both working on themselves and have become better people, which is more than I can say for what either of you are doing. Like both of you are just trying to concentrate on everybody else because you really don't want to concentrate on yourselves because maybe you know that the road is daunting to working on yourself. It sucks when you work on yourself. Trust me, I work on myself a lot and not just going to the gym. You know, it's, it's a lot of fucking reflection even this like i'll think about it later and eventually one day i'll make this private again or something but for now i'm gonna leave this up so that people can hear it and so people can see exactly where it is i'm coming from and why it is i got so angered i got tired of you guys questioning my mental stability because you guys don't want to own up to the fact that you guys just couldn't handle being friends with the person like me. That's what it came down to. Like you guys can't handle differing opinions. Uh, we could have had good conversations about why it is. I mean, and I don't get mad. I'm uh, like ask anybody that's talked to me about any of the subjects that they don't agree with me on. There's a lot of people that I hang out with. If you notice, I hang out with almost nothing but people that don't agree with me on politics. Like me and Bruce Leonard got into it recently on Facebook, but he's still my friend. We're still friends. We talk about politics once in a while. Ralph Tatella also doesn't agree with me on politics. Ralph Tatella isn't a Trump guy on any level. And we still get along. We don't fucking spend a lot of time talking about it, but we do talk about it a little bit and we talk about it as adults and we listen to each other and we're, ch we're chill uh garrett hall is another person i haven't talked to him in a while but he's a person that doesn't agree with a lot of the way i see things but you know he we listen to each other we f can have productive conversation it's like you two can't handle people disagreeing with you and that's what the real problem is is that you think everybody's just supposed to fold and be what it is you think that we're supposed to be and not everybody's going to live that way and you guys should both know that by now if you're as well adjusted as you pretend to be and that's all I'm asking you guys to do is be the people that you pretend to be if you're really the moral the moral compass of the Las Vegas scene then every once in a while show a little bit of compassion chill out a little bit let people disagree with you stop trying to get people canceled online you know stop sharing people's personal information because and i'm sure like putting my phone number on the fucking on your post was an accident i'm sure you didn't mean to screenshot my phone number you didn't notice it was there you're passive aggressive you know it's like oh that was an accident and then uh, what was it? One of your friends saying that my lips look like hot dogs filled with cheap shit. Yeah, it's not cheap shit in my fucking lips. So I'm sorry your broke ass friends don't realize what's expensive and what's fucking cheap. When I had the silicone in them, that was cheap. Like now, I wish it was fucking cheap. But even that, I'm not offended about. It's not like I'm like, how dare they talk about my lips? My I do a joke about my lips on stage, and how the uh, that's part of the reason I don't wear a mask is because I paid way too much for my lips to fucking cover them with a mask. So I'm not gonna get offended and be like, you guys, can you believe that Crystal and her friends are talking about my lips? You're fat. That's what it is, Crystal. I'm sorry. Lose weight if you don't like it. Don't get mad because people call out a fucking fact. You hit me up for diet tips before. You hit me up for tips for working out before. Nobody that's thin is doing that. I have other thin friends. We're not hitting up, hitting each other up like, how do I lose weight? 
sometimes we'll ask each other because we get bored of the way we do it. Like, I'm tired of fucking low carb, but I've been doing it for so long that I still do it. But every once in a while, I'll ask a friend, exactly how do you eat? But it's not like, how do you get skinny? I know how to fucking get skinny. I know how to get skinnier than I am now. Anyway, now I'm just fucking talking shit. I need to fuck it in this. So, yeah. So that's what ended up happening. And, you know, um, I only, like I said, got hit up by one person. And I do feel like that person really like I tried to be as cool about it as I could. But like it got on my nerves because whenever a white man hits me up to try to tell me that they don't agree with something I said. I always feel like, you know what, this is white privilege. The fact that you even think, like Crystal even, that's what I want to get to before I get out of here, is that's why I think it's bullshit that Crystal pretends to be Black Lives Matter and whatever else, is because when it comes down to it, you did typical white woman shit. You went back to your fucking, I'm the victim in this situation, even though you and Bobby had asked that I unblock you, so that you could be in it. As soon as you heard something you didn't like, you carried out and went back to being a white woman. And I'm a victim. Look at the big, scary brown man. Even though the big, scary brown man is 5'7 and 135 pounds on a fat day. Technically, right now, I'm 132 pounds is what I'm at. I think 132.4 was what I weighed in at most recently. But I'm the big, scary brown man that decided to be mean to you and called you fat and told you that you weren't a good cam model, which both of those things were just true. I noticed nobody on your fucking thread was like, you're actually really skinny, Crystal. I don't even know what he's talking about. Nobody said that. Nobody even said your food was particularly good. Nobody was like, "Mm, that food was actually on bust every time I had it, girl. No, nobody said that. Everybody just said what terrible person I was for telling you the truth because nobody's ever supposed to tell a white woman the truth ever. And Bobby, you can be as mad as you want to be. The fact of the matter is I hit you up both times as a man. So when people try to act like I just came after Crystal, no, I came after you and Crystal. When I sent Crystal that shitty message about getting me blocked, I sent you that message too. And I told you, Uh, something about you and your fat girlfriend. That's what I said. And that was your chance to fucking say anything right then or say, I'm going to come by your place and talk to you there. But instead, you go to social media too because your fucking fingers are the hottest and most dexterous thing about you. So don't act like I haven't fucking given you a chance to come to me personally. Like there's one thing that I'm not and that's afraid of people. So when you see me, you see me. I'm not fucking worried about you on any level. Don't act like fucking well Ty Rivera actually won't try to talk to me I tried to talk to you you won't talk to me anyway you guys the point of this podcast is for me to start off by being bothered and by the end of talking about it I am unbothered and you know what I'll tell you I feel much better for getting all of this off my chest I know later on uh, later on I'm gonna listen to it and I'm gonna be like you know you should have mentioned this and you should have mentioned that and there was that other thing that they did but the main thing I want people to know is that you guys are not the moral compass of the comedy community it's just what it is i'm sorry to inform you guys but your predatory behavior has ruled that out you're lying about me several times has ruled that out the fact that you claim to be black lives matter and then try to paint a brown person 
as being the aggressor in a situation where technically you guys were trying to bully other people, one of which was, I believe, a Latina woman. I believe that woman, Michelle, is Latina. You guys were trying to bully a woman of color. You guys also tried to bully an LGBTQ man of color. You guys tried to bully a white man, but that doesn't matter. Uh, you guys also have been trying to bully Diaz Mackey forever in a situation. And I do say bully because you guys weren't there for the Diaz Mackey situation either. You guys know what you've seen and you guys have seen court documents as well. But when it comes to court documents, one thing that anybody that has any dealings with the court will tell you is that they aren't always representative of exactly what happened. And you can't say that your black lives matter and that black men or black people in general get screwed by the legal system, but then say as Mackey was the one time that the legal system got it 100% spot on right. You just can't say it. So I rule you two full of shit. And I don't mind telling either of you person to person. If you want to get a hold of me, my number never changes. My number hasn't changed in 17 years, I believe. I've had that same number. So. You guys were able to get a hold of me when you needed to beg for help with anything you needed before so you guys can get a hold of me now. This has been Ty Rivera, everybody, and I just want to remind you, above all else, stay unbothered.